Welcome to Sassy Nation on this Tuesday, Election Day, November 2nd, 2021. Yes, so no matter where you are in the country, please go out and vote. If you're voting for mayor, if you're voting for governor, if you're voting for your local elective officials, if you're vo voting for school board, whatever you are voting for, make sure you go out and vote. Because if you don't vote, you don't have a right to complain. Okay, there's my PSA. This also is a PSA. This version is free. I am only going to do a little fantasy football here. All the other fantasy football stuff is gonna be on the paid subscription. So if you were smart, you would do the subscription for $2.99 a month because you're gonna get a whole buttload of shit <laughs> that I'm gonna give you that you're not gonna get on the free version. Um, for starters, the first fangirl, the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag Stargasm, is going to be Friday. That's for paid subscribers. It's going to be awesome. I have awesome content for that one for this Friday. Stuff that nobody can listen to unless they subscribe. Um, fantasy stuff, betting stuff. Um, plus, you get a lot of free perks and access to a lot of free stuff. Um, you get to also maybe qualify to be on a podcast with me and be named podcast producer of the day. You get my news, you get news, exclusive news, you get exclusive rants, like after games happen, I can, I'm gonna give you my take on certain games, um, especially playoff games. Well, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, and other perks that are just too awesome to even name. Oh, but I'll name one, my book, Relationship Impossible. I have bonus coverage that I am going to be doing, but I'm gonna do it in podcast style. There'll be a little in writing where people can buy the book on Amazon, but for the most part, it is going to be podcast style. So you need to subscribe for $2.99 a month. Okay, now let's go into talking about this past week's football games because there's just so much to uncover that I don't even know where to fucking begin. Well, we begin last night. So Kansas City didn't get upset. They, they, you know, the upset would have been if the Giants beat them, obviously. Are they back on track? We'll find out next week. Um, the Giants played a good game, but obviously I think the O-line did not, um, help Daniel Jones out that much. This game, um, you definitely could see that he was rushed to throw the football. So, you know, that, that counts. Did he, did he have a good game? I think he, I think he played a pretty decent game. Uh, not the greatest, but he did, he did play a good game. Um, so let's talk about other stuff because there's other stuff here that we have to uncover. For oh, so first and foremost, um, John Gruden, the ex-coach of the Raiders, is thinking of suing the NFL, and I think he fucking should. Because if Roger Goodell is going to protect the Washington team with their emails and the stuff that that Snyder said, then the leaks should not have ever happened for for Gruden, uh, and it definitely shows that Roger Goodell despises Gruden and that was like leak that was that was leaked on purpose come on we're not stupid um I think he should sue them definitely without a doubt he should sue them and give them hell um other stuff that's happening there are injuries happening Henry is out now um he's probably gonna miss the remainder of this regular season with his foot injury he's having surgery so Adrian Peterson is now signed to the practice squad you know that he's gonna be signed to the team um, we'll see how much he has left in the tank. 
um, obviously Jamison Winston. Now, I thought he also suffered a concussion because he also did hit his head on the turf. I didn't realize it was also his leg, but um, at first, until I watched a couple of the replay, the replays. But so he's going to be out now. So it's going to be interesting to see who they're going to have as quarterback for the Saints. Are they going to just go with the backup that they have? Uh, what is Hill coming back from con concussion protocol? We don't know. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Saints are going to do. Um, as you all know, Cam Newton is available. But as I have said previously, notice that there have been injuries that have happened, like Russell Wilson and other things that have happened, and no one has reached out to sign him. Um, in the beginning, he didn't have, he wasn't vaccinated, and I think that was part of the problem. And then all of a sudden, he realized he wanted to play football again and not worry so much about his fucking Instagram that um, he got vaccinated. So it'll be interesting to see. Today is the uh, trading deadline, so we'll see what teams do. Going to be interesting to see what they do, especially those that are contenders. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, football. So I don't know, well, I think I, I'll have my Panthers rant first, because that's a short one. First and foremost, I just want to say the, the offensive line played fantastic on Sunday. You guys did such a great job. You did a much better job than in previous games. Um, gave Sam time to throw the football, time to make plays, gave the running back time to run the ball, um, and so forth. So kudos to you guys, because I have, um, I told you guys you were trash last time, or like the past two times. So I always have to, when I see good things, I will always tell you when I see good things. I'm not just going to continue saying that you're trash when you're not. So you guys did a fantastic job. I think because Irving was back in the mix, I think a lot of um, things were a lot better. It, it does amaze me how like certain players have to be in, in order for things to click as we have seen when, when players are, are injured and they're not playing, how different the team's dynamics are. Now, as for Sammy having a concussion, um, first of all, that hit on him, oh, I'm coming after you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. First of all, uh, how is that allowed for a player to hit a quarterback? I know he was running. He was like in like, you know, in the play. I get it. I don't want to hear, don't, don't come at me and tell me, okay. But I think, you know, quarterbacks as a whole should be a little bit more protected. Um, the linebacker, Fole, I guess his name is, um, he, he viciously shot him in the shoulder. Um, that was a vicious hit. But, you know, Donald, did, I, I'm telling you, Donald, he is tough as nails. He is gritty. He is grindy. He's tough as shit, right? And I think somebody on Twitter, um, they they tweeted something that was like hysterical, but I don't have it in front of me here. I have to look it up. Um, but anyway, so then he gets a concussion because his head snapped back definitely, um, like almost like whiplash, and then his head hit the turf. So you always got to be concerned when a player has their head snap back, number one, and then two, and hits the turf. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that, A, he's okay. B, that there's, the doctors are smart enough to know, to if his, he's not 100%. I don't want him to be 90% ready. I want him to be 100% ready to play. 
If he's 100% sure, then him go against the Patriots. If not, it's next man up. That means it's, D it's DJ Walker's turn. PJ, DJ, whatever. It's Walker's turn. Right? Um, let me just tell you something, the, the fans. Can you fucking support your quarterback when it gets hurt? Can you not look stupid on social media? Are you guys taking notes from the Jets? Because the Jets fans, we're going to get into you in a minute. Because I have a good rant for you all. Um, you know, they, they tend to do that. They tend to not be loyal and support their team. Um, not all, but most. Um, so I, you know, seeing on social media, like, like, you know, when they're talking about like, oh, Sam is in, is in concussion protocol or Sam is in the tent or Sam left the field with a concussion. I shouldn't have to read, bring Cam in or Cam Newton, please, or Cam, please support your fucking quarterback. He got hurt. Can't you show some fucking respect and say, oh, my God, I hope he's okay. Oh, my God, let's hope he comes back. You know, healing vibes, sending positive vibes. I don't care what you would tweet or you would post in, the, in that respect. But something that's respectful and something that supports him, not, oh, we need Cam Newton. Cam Newton, please. How disrespectful is that shit? Now, talking about disrespectful, so the Jets, you all wanted Zach Wilson. You all were begging the Jets to draft him. You all fell in love with him from Pro Day, which was scripted. You all fell in love with him. You all wanted him because you couldn't land Trevor Lawrence. So you settled for Zach Wilson. Some, like 5%, wanted Justin Fields. Not all. Most, mostly the whole entire fan base wanted Zach Wilson. Minus 5%. You got Zach Wilson. Then you boast of how fucking great he is. Oh, he's the next coming of Aaron Rodgers. He's the next coming of Joe Namath. Oh my God, he's so talented. Oh, we're going to go to the playoffs this year. And then some of you, like Matt and Mike uh, on Twitter, I don't know which one it was, uh, we're like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yes, because you're so realistic. Um, then he finally takes a snap, and you see how bad he is, okay? Under pressure, with the defense in his face. He's He wasn't as good as he was at Pro Day. And, you know, in Joanna... The girl in the that, that runs one of the Facebook groups has to post, oh, he's four for four, and and his teammates are catching the ball at practice and at camp. I don't fucking care what he did at camp and practice. Four for four, ten for ten, this, 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 that, at camp and practice, okay? Camp and practice. You all were gushing over him. The minute he gets hurt, okay, then we realize we need a backup. So then you trade for Flacco, which you could have signed at the end of last year. And don't tell me the Jets are lying to you that they tried to sign him, okay? Because that's bullshit, all right? I know, we already see that Joe, Joe Douglas lies to everybody, okay? He's a liar. They didn't fucking try to sign him. Don't give me that shit. Anyway, they signed him. He couldn't get there. Would you rush to be on the Jets team? Um. So then they had to go with Mike White. Now. He had a great game. Yes. 
He took what was presented in front of him, worked with what he was given, and he did an incredible job. The offensive coordinator was so creative. The offense was rocking. The offensive line, you finally did your job. You blocked. You gave him time to do his plays. Not as much time, but enough time, okay? Everything was working, and the defense was fabulous. So then I got to go on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and see how the Jets fans embarrass themselves after the game with going, Mike White is our franchise quarterback. Oh, he's the next coming of Tom Brady. Maybe he's our Tom Brady. I'm buying a Mike White jersey. And then, you know, goats all around because he's a goat. And then, and then my favorite out of all of them. Um, um, my favorite. Let's trade Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson sucks. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back up. This is the time that I'm going to actually defend Zach Wilson. Okay. You fucking wanted him on your team. You thought he was your franchise quarterback. Now you're telling everybody that Mike White's going to be your franchise quarterback because he wins one fucking game? This is why you this is why the Jets cannot have nice things because the fan base fucking sucks. You guys jump ship, jump bandwagons faster than a teenage girl can change clothes. Okay, faster than a teenage girl can pick out what makeup she's going to wear, what clothes she's going to wear, where she's going, what she's drinking. I'm telling you, you guys suck. So you're not going to support your injured quarterback. You're going to go with, oh, Mike White's our franchise quarterback. You all wanted Zach. And the coach wanted Zach. So he's going to stand there at the fucking podium yesterday and say, oh, we're not going to look at hypotheticals. You can't stand by the man that you picked and you wanted? You're the one who wanted to trade Sam Darnold, by the way. And start fresh with Zach because you thought he was going to be the next coming of Namath. God almighty, can't you just enjoy a fucking win without going crazy? Lord have mercy. And then, then, some of you on Instagram, uh, you're going to come at me, be prepared, okay? Because I'm going to come back at you, all right? Don't be telling me. See, so this guy, Jack ERZ12. Doesn't matter who we drafted. At the end of the day, it's who drafted doesn't work. I trade them or drop them. It's not loyalty. It's about managing a football team. First, can you fucking learn English and grammar? Okay? Can you spell? And also, did you know fucking grammar? Did you skip that class in school? Second of all, it's not about managing a football team. All you fucking care about as Jets fans are the fucking draft picks. That's all you've cared about lately. It is important because you know why? And I told him why, and I'm going to tell you all. The Jets have no idea how to draft. They have no idea how to develop young players. 
okay? And they have, and they never, ever have signed veteran leadership players that are going to help the rookies. You're not going to win with just a bunch of rookies and people that have played for two, three years. You need people that have been in the league for 10, 10 years or more. You need those veterans. Ridiculous. Um... Okay, so on this one from Brome Lover, Brome, B-R-O-M-E, Lover. Hey, the organization doesn't have faith or loyalty in the players. So does that mean that you need to follow them? What are you, a sheep, copycat? They will cut loose on their fourth year before opting for the fifth. We were screaming for Justin Fields. No, they weren't. Wake up, did you not be paying attention? God almighty, help me now. And then this person goes, oh, I'm not even a Jets fan, so your whole argument is thrown out the window. And then they have to call me Karen. So you know what I'm going to do? If you're going to call me fucking Karen, I'm going to call you Dave. Okay, Dave, thanks. So then I yelled back at this man, Tyler TJS, and I yelled at him and I said, oh, can you not actually have a conversation without insulting somebody? Do you not know that when you call people Karen or Boomer or anything, you're insulting them? That's an insult, people. It's not funny. It's an insult. FYI. Or are you just insulting me because you have no argument to back up with your, what you're thinking? See, and then silence, crickets. As soon as you're telling that, yes. And then I have to hear people tell me to shut up. Um... Someone says, oh, just say you're afraid of Mike White's Jets. Why the hell would I be fucking afraid of him? Please, that makes no fucking sense. I'm not afraid of him. I'm not afraid. I'm actually happy that Mike White had a good game. I'm very happy for him. You know, it sucks to be him. I mean, no one ever wanted to give him a chance. He was picked by Dallas. He was drafted by Dallas. Dra Dallas uh, dropped him. The Jets picked him up. He's been back and forth between being released and signed to the practice squad. I don't know how many fucking times. And finally, he gets an opportunity and he takes it. Good for him. Good for him. But my God, can you fans just shut the fuck up and enjoy a win without looking embarrassing? Holy smokes. All right. So let's just quickly review games. We'll just go through them. We'll see if I have time for any fantasy stuff. If not, it's all going to be on the paid version. Um, bum, ba, bum, ba, bum. Hold on. Let me look. Uh-huh. Oh, and so, <laughs> so there's, a, there's an article out. Let me just tell you. So Jamal Adams jokes about bye week plans after week eight win. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't even know what he did, but he, he said something. So anyway, um, okay. So let's look at NFL games. And oh, by the way, the Jets play Thursday night with their backup. Okay, so 
let's go over the games. Okay, we'll go over the new week. Week 9 of 18. So you have the Colts playing the Jets Thursday night. Jets are traveling to Indianapolis. Then Sunday, you have the Raiders versus the Giants. You have the Falcons against the Saints. You have the Bills against the Jaguars. You have the Browns versus the Bengals, the Patriots at the Panthers, Broncos at the Cowboys, Vikings at the Ravens, Texans at the Dolphins, Chargers at the Eagles, Packers versus the Chiefs, Cardinals at the 49ers, Titans versus the Rams, and Browns versus the Steelers next Monday night. So let's see which games are good. Which games are intriguing to me? Well, the Falcons and Saints are intriguing to me. That's an intriguing game. Obviously, the Jets-Colts game is intriguing because it's going to be Mike White's second start. Um, um, the Bengals have to bounce back after being upset by the Jets. So that's interesting to me. The Panthers game is going to be interesting to see who's going to be a quarterback. Um... The Broncos versus the Cowboys. Eh, eh. The Texans and Dolphins are interesting because they both suck. So which sucky team is going to pull out the victory? Um, it would be interesting to me to see if the Jaguars can pull up the upset against the Bills. That would be something. The Packers and Chiefs are going to be a big game. The Packers are riding high. I told you Aaron Rodgers is on a mission. We will see if the Chiefs are for real. Because they just beat the Giants. I mean, it's the Giants. So now they're playing a really fucking good team. Let's see if they can pull that out. Um, Cardinals are playing the 49ers. So that's boring. Titans and Rams. It'll be, uh, we'll see what happens with that game. That's not bad. And then the Bears and Steelers. So that's basically it. You know, we'll see what happens. So anything here, I will tell you. Um, let me see. I have to look at my notes. I'll just give you something. Fantasy football for week nine. Mm, 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 mm. Um, let's see. Because I have to look at my... I have like so much notes. I just don't want to give away anything. <laughs> we'll put it on... We're going to put... Um, okay. So here. Start them and sit them. Now, it says reports that, that, that Hill's coming back for the Saints. I don't know. I don't know if I would start him. Um, here, I would sit Ryan Tannehill, though. Um, I would definitely sit him. Because they just lost, you know, Henry. Um, you know, get you're going against... Ramsey, Donald, Floyd, and now they just, Rams just added Miller to their defense. Do you really think that Tannehill is going to do that well against that? I don't think so. Um, running backs. Stardom, Stidham. I'll hold that one off. Um, and then Stardom and Stidham for wide receivers. I would start Michael Pittman Jr., He's having a solid season, so he caught 10 of 15 targets for 86 yards, and he had two touchdowns on Sunday, so I would definitely, definitely start him, and I would sit Devonna Smith. 
Um, he saw nine or more targets in three of his last five games. He's posted more than 60 yards only twice. He has yet to score since week one and is coming off a new season low in week eight. He just caught one of three targets for 15 as the Eagles passed nearly 14 times in the blowout win over the Lions. Tight ends. I'll, I'll hold it off on that one. So that's a little fantasy football, but for the mere whole entire fantasy football, um, who should start, who should sit, and betting-wise, um, you need to subscribe to Sassy Nation for that. So that's a wrap for this edition of the Sassy Nation show. Well, it's not show, but I, I like saying it. The Sassy Nation show. Um, so the Sassy show itself, which I live stream on my Facebook page, I'm thinking of doing it Thursday. I don't know if I'm going to do it live or I'm just going to do a recorded version. But I will do something and it will be posted on Thursday at some point. I may even do it early in the morning. Like, we'll see. Uh, we shall see. Um, and then Friday is the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm. Boy, do I have a good show for you. Mm-hmm-mm. Let me see. I'll give you. I'll give you a little hint. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. A good woman deserves to be with someone who won't make her look stupid for being loyal. So don't let your loyalty become slavery. If they don't appreciate what you bring to the table, let them eat alone. She's got a smart-ass mouth, but she's as honest as they come. She's sarcastic, but she's got a heart of gold. She's stubborn, but she's loyal as fuck. There's fire in her. If loved correctly, she'll warm your entire home. If abused, she will burn it down. She's not fragile like a flower. She's fragile like a bomb. Some of you ladies have wife material written all over you. Yet you keep dealing with dudes who can't read. And ain't that the truth? Dudes that can't read. And they're mostly NFL players. So we'll go through all that. We'll go through the dating spectrum. Um, some of my bonus coverage of Relationship Impossible and like what I wrote, and I will read some of that to you, um, but also go through their social media because this is why athletes and social media do not mix. I am, I'm going to lay it out for you as to why they don't mix. Um, hold on now. Let me see if I can... Um, <laughs> I have to just, let me see if I can find something. And I will give it to you there. And also this one. Because this one focuses on the NFL players. And we will get to this. A good loyal woman is one of the greatest things a man can have in his life. But it takes a man to recognize it. Dudes want a good woman. Until they start dating one and realize she's going to force you to step up your shit. And most men aren't running from a good woman. They're running from the parts of themselves they're unwilling to fix to deserve her. 
boom. And that's why you see a lot of NFL players with hoes. That's why you see NFL players do friends with benefits. That's why you see a lot of NFL players confused about love and relationships. Because they don't want a woman that's going to make them step up their shit. They don't want that. They don't want to be like that. And that's also a lot of men in general, by the way, too. That's why you see a lot of single women out there. I'm going to tell you that straight out. And also there's a study that I will get into that shows that people who meet from online dating get divorced. The, the whole entire thing was that, well, let me, I'll tell you what it says. Hold on. Mm, 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 mm. Um, couples who meet on dating apps are more likely to get divorced. We will go to that too. So a lot to get to on Friday. I hope to see some of you then. I will give you some of the information for Friday on Thursday. Have a great day.